0: Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this is the radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is so glad that you could join us for this study in God's holy word. We are currently in a sermon by my husband and Bible teacher, Pastor Greg Scalzo which is part of his series on heavenly authority. And the current focus is the New Testament office of administrations, as listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and verse 28. We have seen how the Greek word translated administrations derives from a helmsman, pilot, or captain of a ship. And in this message, Pastor has been looking at some corresponding key words in the scriptures. Elder, presbyteros, overseer or bishop, episkopos, and shepherd or pastor, poimain. Before we return to the sermon, let me remind you about our website at www.shiarjashub.org. On the site, you can rehear this broadcast and access our free library of hundreds of other Bible study programs to help you in your walk with Jesus. The Heavenly Authority series can also be found on Google Podcast and Apple Podcast under Shiar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. And just one more thing. Our Sunday service is live-streamed on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel. A library of these videos then remains on YouTube and on Rumble.com and on our website for 24-7 access. And we hope you can tune in for serious Bible study, the celebration of the Lord's Supper, and for lively and timely discussions by Pastor Greg and me. When we left off last, Pastor Greg was reading from 1 Peter chapter 5, where the Apostle Peter addresses and exhorts the elders of the church, calling himself a fellow elder. Pastor Greg made the point that certainly not all elders are apostles, but all apostles are elders or helmsmen. Let's go back a minute or so for context.
1: Well, he was an apostle, but as an apostle, he is one older in the Lord, teaching the doctrines that he was taught at the Sea of Galilee. And it's just like teaching. We saw the apostles have the role also as teachers. Miracles, the apostles did signs and wonders. It's as though all the elements of all the offices that follow apostles, of prophets, of teachers, of evangelists, of administrations, are all kind of included in the office of the apostle. In other words, they have a taste of it all. That's why they can be sent out to do what they need to do, because they do understand all the different offices required in the church. And he's clearly in a leadership director position. So he appeals to the other elders, he says, I exhort, I who am a fellow elder, uh, I who have witnessed the sufferings of Christ, a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. He saw the mount of transfiguration, right? He saw Jesus ascend up to heaven. And what is his instructions to the elders? He says, verse 2, shepherd the flock of God, which is among you. Shepherd the flock of God. Poimai know. Shepherd, which means to act as a shepherd, to act as a poimain, right? Elders, pastor, your flock. Pastor from Poimain, meaning a shepherd, right? Elders, what do you should you do? Shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as what? What should you serve as? Serving as what did your Bible say? As overseers right, serving as episcopos. right? So again, we have here the equivalents. He's talking to the elders. He tells them to be pastors of the flock that, that is among them and oversee them, be overseers, be bishops, not by compulsion but willingly, not for dishonest gain but eagerly. Now, going back to that word shepherd, Elder equals a shepherd. It's the same phrase there, to shepherd, the flock, it's the verb, to act or tend as a shepherd, that you have in John 21, 16. We talked about Peter, right? 21, 16, he said again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? This is at the shore of Galilee, right? After the resurrection, Peter has denied him. Now Peter has come back three times the way he denied him. Now three times he has to state his love for the Lord. And he says, Simon, the son of Jonah to Peter, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He Jesus said to him, Tend, tend my sheep. Pemaino, be a shepherd to my sheep. Okay, that's the same word there that you have here in uh 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2. Same word, tend, tend my sheep. Pemino. Elder shepherd the flock of God. Poimneon, the flock. The shepherd, poimane. Poimneon is the flock. Shepherd the flock, which is among you, serving as overseers. And the word there is actually literally overseeing. It's the verb form of overseer. Overseeing. Episcopaeo, to act as an overseer. Episcopus. So, overseeing the flock overseeing serving as overseers how not by compulsion but willingly not for dishonest gain but eagerly so again you have elder equals shepherd equals overseer same idea three different words for the same administration helmsman office Now notice something, he's telling them not by compulsion, not because you must, you act in this office as an elder, an overseer, a pastor, not because you must, not under compulsion, but how? Willingly, willingly. It should be something you want to do, not forced to do. Not for dishonest gain, right? Not greedy for money, some of your translations will say, not greedy for money, but eagerly, eagerly, willingly, eagerly, not for dishonest gain. This speaks about the motive. What should be the motive behind any of those in the church that are to lead the church, that are to be elders, bishops, pastors, whatever you want to call them? What should the motive be? Willingly to tend the flock of God eagerly and not for dishonest gain. Now, too often, what starts that way in the church, you'll have a younger person that goes into quote-unquote ministry, and they start out willingly, eagerly, right, to serve the Lord, deteriorates over time, and the situations become hard, deteriorates into unwillingly, coercively, not eagerly, they they get lackluster, and sometimes then they get the, the hunger for money, the A money bug bites them, and that happens in churches, it happens in ministries. Some, in some churches where where you have people going into leadership that really have no zeal for the Lord, it starts off that way. But even in places where people love the Lord, sometimes it deteriorates into being under compulsion, not eagerly, and for dishonest gain. That's the opposite of what it should be. It should be willingly, eagerly, not for dishonest gain. And if you go on, he says in verse three, not as being lords over those entrusted to you. Now, the people are entrusted to them. They have a a sacred duty to administer the affairs of the church, to lead, to guide, right, to be that helmsman. But when they do it, they're not to be, it's not as being lords over them, Uh, not as being masters over them, The word there in the Greek, and I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it, is to control, to lord it over, to exercise dominion over. It's the same word that you have in Mark chapter 10, verse 42. If you remember, we studied that. Uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 42. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them. That's the same word there. Lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. That's the way it should be in Christianity. The leadership positions are not to lord it over, not to exercise dominion over. And so now you can look at a lot of church history and see where a great deal was done wrong, where you had people exercising control and authority in a way. Now, there is authority given to all these offices. We're studying heavenly authority, right? If a person is called as an apostle or prophet or a teacher or a, or a pastor, whatever the office, there's authority to it. But you're not supposed to lord it over, have dominion over, and how much of church history do you have people in supposed Christian leadership that did act in that way in the way of the Gentiles who their rule is lorded over them and their great ones exercise authority over them? So not lorded over the ones, those entrusted to you. Rather, how do you, how are they to exercise their ministry? Nor is being lords over those entrusted to you, verse 3, but being examples to the flock. And there you have the word flock again. Being examples to the flock. These are important points of leadership. Willingly, eagerly, not compulsion, not greed, not to lord it over, to be an example. Being an example to the flock. Now, You remember we've seen Jesus when we study apostles, that Jesus is the apostle, right? And when we study the office of prophets, we saw Jesus is the prophet. And when we study the office of teacher, we saw Jesus was the teacher, is the teacher. He is the healer. He is the miracle worker, right? Well, it's no surprise to us then that the scriptures tell us he is the shepherd. He is the overseer. What does he say here? you look on in verse 4, let me read back in verse 2. Verse 2, shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, not as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And verse 4, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory That does not fade away.
0: We are so thankful that we have been able to bring you these Bible study programs on WFIF since 1997. Since COVID, however, we, like many churches, have experienced a tightening of finances. So we would like to bring our church's needs before you this morning. If you have been blessed by our programs over the years, could you prayerfully consider donating $5 each month to keep these important teachings on the station? You can make your donation right on our church website at shiarjashub.org. Just use the regular donation option, which will bring you to a secure PayPal page. Or you could send a check made out to Shear. Jeshub, Christian Tabernacle, and mail it to PO. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405.